Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Rams Nation. What's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Lockdown Rams. It's the Friday edition, hype edition. Even though it's the bye week, we are still turning it up today. We've got Serena Morales joining us per usual. Have a list of questions we're going to go through with her. We got a little bit of an insight on a Marcus Peters conversation that she had earlier this week. We're going to talk about injuries. We're going to go through a take your pick of the games this weekend and who we'd like to see here in the Coliseum. All that and more on this edition. So stay tuned for that Serena Morales interview right around the corner. But before we get to that, guys, you know the drill. I slug a big coffee. We talk about how to download the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast. If there's a place you listen to podcasts, we're probably there. And if we're not, hit me up. Let me know. I'll get us there. We're doing some awesome things on the network, so check out the other shows around the network. Locked On NFL Draft is going to start to become really, really important as we look to this offseason after all these games are played. So if you haven't checked it out yet, they are already cranking out amazing podcast after podcast, looking at the players who are coming out this season. That's going to continue to develop and get exciting. So check that out. Don't forget, out here in LA, Locked On Clippers, Locked On Lakers, two amazing basketball podcasts. Check them out. Those guys are great. And then lastly, keep participating. Keep sending us questions, your playoff questions next week, whatever you want me to ask Serena Morales or James Kroger or Vinny Bonsignor next week, 657-345-4988. That's the Google number as well. Call me, text me, tweet me, DM on Instagram, whatever it is, Lockdown Rams, all accounts, Facebook, Facebook group, LA underscore rambling bear on Twitter. Whoo, we got it. We got the market covered, man. But again, thank you guys for everything. I hope you guys all had amazing holidays, a happy new year. Now let's start this 2019 out with three straight wins to close out the season. Three wins. Serena talks about it later, but three wins. That's all it's going to take. And in fact, let's kick it over because I had a great conversation with her earlier today. Don't forget to go follow her on Instagram and Twitter as well. At Morales Morales on Instagram. She does a lot of great stuff during the game. So next week, you're really going to want to make sure you give her a follow. And then on Twitter, at Serena. So go check those out. We'll be back next Monday. We'll see if James is here or not. If you don't follow me on Twitter, you got to go do it now because I shared an article uh, that the San Clemente Times shared about him and his baby being the first one born in Orange County. So my man's setting records even seconds after being born, little Mr. Kroger came to this world. So congratulations again, James. Guys, make sure to go reach out to him on Twitter or Facebook, however you connect with James. Give him some love. They finally just got back home, and now it's all on them. You guys raised that baby. I know we got a lot of fathers probably listening to this like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for this guy, first one, we got to give him some support. But with that said, you know what it is, Rams Nation. Until next time, peace. Enjoy my conversation with Serena. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. Friday edition, hype edition. Serena Morales is joining us. Serena, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, Bear. I am. I'm uh, 
I'm a little sick. I'm a little under the weather, but I'm hanging in there because you know I got the bye week, so that's a that's a nice little rest for all of us, I think. Even though the team is practicing right now, um, it'll be cool that they're kind of going through phase two of practice versus like you know they don't they obviously don't know who they're playing yet. So it's kind of like fixing all the fundamentals, getting things corrected that they need to work on from the season, things they learned. And I am also going to correct my body and take some vitamins so that we're all ready for next week on January 12th at 5.15 Pacific <laughs> in the Coliseum. We'll be there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you're right. You know what? I've been telling our listeners as well. I am on the struggle bus with you. Uh, it's just that season. We're all kind of getting sick. And it is funny. You know, you get this week, and I know you probably took well, a great advantage of it, obviously still having to do some work. But we're all getting healthy, not just Todd Gurley and – uh, LaMarcus Joyner, but us two out here as we're sick. Hopefully, uh, you know, I know some of the media is also, you mentioned earlier before we jumped on, getting sick. Hopefully they, they keep some of you guys yeah. quarantined to keep those guys healthy as far as the flu goes. But um, as we look at Todd Gurley, he's kind of been a big topic this week as far as his health and his, how much is he going to play and how's he feeling. And, you know, I mean, from 1 to 10, what do you think, what's your opinion on his health and how he's going to come out in two weeks at the Coliseum. Yeah, I mean, right. The whole concern is, oh, well, if he if he's healthy, but he's playing and he hasn't played in a while, like, what's that? And I'm like, seriously, are we really questioning the capability that Todd Gurley can offer you? Like, whether he hasn't played in a year, it would play better than, you know, running backs in the league. I mean, he's so, if he hasn't proven that from every stinking touchdown he's made, or even when he runs the clock and pisses off every fantasy football <laughs> yeah, and the, you know, even when he does that and, and uh, doesn't score and then gives you the touchdown anyway, you know? Um, no, I, I, to me, I, I would have no concern if Todd Gurley is rested. I mean, people get dinged up in the season. It was a knee. Uh, Sean McVay said, you know, the inflammation has gone down. They're just waiting. But obviously, like, you know, one, I, I think this is twofold, right? Todd Gurley's going to be fine. He seems like he'll be ready to go. Uh, that's, you know, what Sean McVay said, you know, should be ready to go for the game um, next next week on the 12th. But also, again, and I think this has been great, um, you know, C.J. Anderson is, again, back-to-back, you know, right. Sundays has been great. For us. And so, you know, while, I, you know, we all want Todd Gurley to be out there, he's our number one, you know, running back and has proven himself, you know, this entire season what he can do. Um, I think that there's less stress, or, or I think there should be less stress about is Todd ready to go, is he not ready to go, um, and more just like be really excited that you know we found a guy like C.J. Anderson um, to come and join our team at this time of the year. <laughs> yeah, so true, and I mean, talk about adding a piece so late that's had such an instant impact and really been able to kind of give you know, Sean McVay, that luxury of sitting Todd Gurley, because in a weird sense, and I know everyone's really worried about it, and they're almost kind of starting to worry me as they're going, well, what's Todd Gurley going to play like when he comes back? But, you know, from all sounds of it, and knowing Todd Gurley, like you you just said, is that, you know, it's just kind of, we had that opportunity to get him healthy. If that was a, you need to win this game to make it into the playoffs, I think he would have been out there. So uh, CJ Anderson's been able to step yeah. in and, and create that and then I guess with that, how much do you think kind of moving forward we'll see C.J. Anderson with Todd Gurley in the playoffs? I know, right? I mean, you could certainly see like a 21 personnel or something like that, put two running backs out there and see what that does. You know, I don't know. I mean, you know, or, I mean, it's, I think more of 
uh, great thing is that if Todd is tired, he can come out and, and we're going to feel good, you know, as if, you know, Malcolm was out there. Because I think, you know, the way that we have, have built trust in CJ for two weeks, which is insane, um, it's a sort of, you know, luxury we have with Malcolm Brown out there. Um, and, and, and not to say that, you know, Justin Davis and John Kelly haven't, you know, been great. I mean, we saw what John Kelly could do in the preseason, but, you know, John Kelly is young. He's one of the youngest guys in the locker room. These are the playoffs. You know, we're going into big games here. Someone like C.J. Anderson, who has a ring already, who has been in the league, you know, uh, played with a lot of these guys, played against a lot of these guys. I think it's just nice because, I mean, he really came in here, and he, ever since, you know, I, I see him a lot in the locker room. I talk to him a lot, and, you know, he's never faced. Like, he's just kind of like, yeah, man, this is whatever. It's all good. I'm, 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 I know what I'm doing. Like, and he's, and he's so confident in it, but it's, like, awesome because I'm like, yeah, you do know what you're doing, don't you? <laughs> so I, right. I think there's, um, I don't, I think that it's just a, a great problem, if you want to call it a problem to have. I think Todd Gurley's getting rest. I think if you look at any other sport, too, um, guys get things up, you, you sit them towards the end of the season because they're, you know, like LeBron. Like LeBron's not playing now because obviously he was hurt, but, you know, towards the end of the season, you, you rest those guys if the games aren't necessary. And I think it's great that, it's not great that Todd was hurt, but I think it's great that we have that ability to rest him um, and knowing that yeah, it was not a make-or-break situation. And then, again, giving someone like C.J. Anderson the opportunity to shine, again, um, it's, it's been awesome. And, and C.J.'s you know, perfectly melted into this uh, crazy group of guys in the locker room. So it's yeah. great. And I love his confidence there because you don't want a guy coming in here with a little bit of doubt or, you know, like just kind of I'm okay with the secondary role. You know, you want that guy who's going to not blink under the pressure. And if Todd Gurley does go down, you can tell that he is a guy that is ready to step up and produce for the team. So awesome addition. Obviously, we saw Fowler being added earlier in the season via trade, and, and he's come in and, and done really well as also. But to see kind of these late mm-hmm. additions kind of having a big push in the playoffs for us uh, is going to be kind of fun to watch. What we're going to do is we're going to step aside really quick. We're going to be back on the other side. I'm going to talk to you a little about uh, some other injuries and how those are going to affect, and then even some injuries, how they benefited us, getting to lead back and things like that. So we'll be back on the other <laughs> side. Serena Morales, Bear Motter, Locked On Rams, Friday, right after this. Listen up, Rams Nation. Before we get over to the next segment, we've got to talk about the man, the myth, the Robles. Dave Robles. He's given you a chance to win season tickets to the 2019 Rams season. How do you do that? You give him a call. If you're buying or selling a home right now, he is the guy you got to be talking to. He's been a top producing realtor in LA for over 20 years. Dave is a Los Angeles native, so he knows the city in and out. He's a super strong negotiator who understands how to get you an awesome deal on a home or top dollar for your current home if you're selling. I talked to him on the phone not too long ago, and he was telling me about how he got an extra 50 grand to his client's pocket when they took over the property. 
spiced it up a little bit, took some pictures, put it on social media, used the strong team behind him to help sell this house and make an extra 50 grand for his client. That can be you. Check out his excellent reviews on Yelp and Zillow. He's a super awesome guy. I promise you, he's going to take care of you. Check out his website, DaveRobles.com. That's D-A-V-E-R-O-B-L-E-S.com. Or just give him a call, 213-712-4343. Tell him Bear Motters sent you. Mention Lockdown Rams, and I'm telling you right now, he's going to get you season tickets to the 2019 Rams season. And if you're moving out of town, he helps you sell your house, he'll give you equal value and take care of you as well. Dave Robles gets the Bear stamp of approval. And don't forget, check out DaveRobus.com or call him at 213-712-4343. And on top of an awesome deal with your house, you're getting 2019 Rams season tickets. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. Second segment, Serena Morales is with us. Guys, don't forget to go give her a follow. Morales Morales on Instagram, Serena on Twitter. She posts up a lot of amazing things, and I can only imagine as we get close to game day on Sunday at the Coliseum, you're going to get a lot of inside looks. So check that out. And um, Serena, as we talk about injuries, I'll just kind of do a quick recap because I know Sean McVay spoke today. I don't know if he covered any more injuries, but any more news on LaMarcus Joyner or if Whitworth was out at practice today? I know LaMarcus and, and Tad are both kind of just taking it day by day, so they're taking it easy. And, again, with the bye week, I don't think there's a necessary situation. I didn't see Whit out on the field. That doesn't mean he wasn't there, but I also know that a guy like Whit, like the week we give that days off. I know Sue... Um, was not like necessarily going through drills today. Like he's someone that, you know, again, that day off. So I think it was more of let's get some of those guys recovered, their bodies, even whether it's fine. Like Sean said, uh, it's okay. He'll be, he'll be good to go for uh, Saturday the 12th. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's more of like getting, we're just tweaking everything. And today right. again, it was a, a we're, we're working on the fundamentals. We're going like, almost like training camp kind of thing, like rearing up just to fix things that we can fix, which is great. It's a great problem to have. <laughs> yeah, he mentioned that yesterday as well, talking about kind of some of the key phrases he kind of kept saying, again, was just kind of like competing against yourself and individual effort and focus. Uh, does it have a feel of that early training camp? Like that, I mean, obviously there's a different vibe of playoffs and is there any nerves around the campus or is it just kind of, Everyone's just going with the flow and, and kind of just another day at work. I feel like it's the calm before the storm. It's very calm here. Like no one's no one's too high and no one's too low. It's pretty, uh, you know, and, and maybe everyone's obviously been running on a gajillion miles an hour. You know, like think of all the different things that were thrown at this team throughout the season. And now, um, you know, it's just sort of like, okay, you know, they had a few days off for the new year and, I think, you know, they're just getting back out there and gearing up. But knowing that we don't know who we're playing, it's nice that it is a calm. I think there's an expectation. I talked to Ethan Westbrook about this before. It's an expectation that no one needs to talk about. It's just they all know what the expectation is, and that's it. And, you know, I, I, I've even said, I'm like, we, we get through three games, right? Like, I put it in my own perspective, like, what do I need to do to be part of this team and to make sure that I'm prepared for everything that comes our way? And they all know it. It's just not talked about, but everyone knows it. So I do see it as calm before the storm. 
you know, they're putting in their work, but there's no need to put the panic mode. There's no need to accelerate anything. Everyone just knows, like, this was the expectation coming into this season. Like, all right, we're here. We hit that, you know, check check the box. We, we made it there. And now what do we need to do next to move on? Oh, man, you kind of gave me goosebumps when you said just three games. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, that's just yeah. three games. We're three games away from, you know, the greatest trophy in sports. And uh, there's so much excitement about it. And I actually got a little stat. We talked about this yesterday on the podcast, but this was kind of shared by Rams Wire via a Reddit user, and he came up with this stat and said 79% of the Super Bowl representatives under the current 12-team format have come from the one or two seed. Now, I know stats can be tweaked around, but 79% coming from the one or two seed. Are you a believer in that stat? Does that give you comfort in that stat, or are you just like, ah, those are just numbers? How do you feel? But what does that make you feel? You know, if I hadn't spoken to Andrew Whitworth about this, then I would feel differently, but... Um, I did the podcast with Whitworth that filled in for JB Long last week. And I was like, what do you think, you know, how important would it be for you guys to get this bye week leading into the playoffs? And he was just like, I think it's important. Like I, and I was, you know, getting their bodies rested, all that stuff, obviously. And I was just like, but you know, it's funny because, you know, as fans, I feel like you end up being like, ah, oh, you lost your, your flow, right? You get that bye week and you're, you're, you're kind of down and you don't know how to pick up where you know, you kind of think going through the motion, you just keep playing, you're on adrenaline, you keep playing, you keep playing. Whitworth was the one that pointed out, he's like, well, the, the numbers show, like, this is true, like, it does help the players. So, um, I'm all for that stat, <laughs> I'm all for it, <laughs> knowing the situation that we're in. And I, I do, I think it's when people can get it together, right? Like, I think it, it's interesting that the two losses we had back-to-back were against very good teams. And even, again, against the Saints, but those games were all sort of learning experiences for the Rams, for, for me, like understanding what that feels like being, this is my first season with the team as well. And there were learning experiences. And then to see us really, you know, grind it out and do what we needed to do in the last two games was awesome. And so, yeah, they might have come at like later on in the season versus in the beginning and you all have your hot streaks and this and that and whatever. But like psychologically speaking, you know, we, again, there's an expectation here that we are supposed to do well and we're supposed to play as a unit and it's the we, not me mentality. And, you, I mean, it really is. There's a standard here. Um, I'm going to quote Sean McVay a thousand times, but, like, the standard is the standard, right? Um, and they all know, like, what they need to do. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think I'm okay with that. That yeah. makes sense. Also, yeah. teams are tired. Like I, we're Bear and I are both, both are tired too. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to uh, Dan Flugel for sharing that with me and and kind of putting me onto that stat. And Dan, I apologize if I butchered your name there. I'm not very good with names. And the funny thing is, I'll tell a quick story here. My my last name is Mater, but it's spelled M A D E R. And the, my whole life, it's been pronounced Mater, 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 Mater. You just get I'm used sure. to it. You almost you accept it. So I'm sorry I butchered other people's name, but when I was down at the wedding, flew down. Yeah, (laughs) my I was down at my cousin's (laughs) wedding, and my uncle, who is the father of you know the groom, and he gave a speech at Mm -hmm. the rehearsal dinner, and he said, "Hey, listen to the to the newly wife." He said, "You got to learn one thing. You just got to accept Mater as your last name, even if it's not right. Just accept that." And we all kind of had a good laugh, and Um. then we go on, had a great night. The wedding's the next day; it's a perfect wedding. 
And the bishop at the very end says, now let me introduce you, Mr. and Mrs. Danny Mater. And like really leaned oh into my it. Gosh. And it couldn't have been better that, you know, he kind of set her up and said, hey, it's, you're going to get it the rest of your life. And she got it the very first time she was introduced as part of the Amazing. family, uh, the wrong name. So, Amazing. Dan, I, I apologize, but I'm in the same boat as you if, if I got that wrong. But <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to step aside, get our last break, get some words from some sponsors. We'll be back with Serena. We're going to kind of do a take your pick, and we're going to hear a little bit more uh, about the Rams coming up here. So more on the other side with Serena Morales. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. Third and final segment. Yes, we've got to wait one more week, but we get games this week, and we're back into our playoff week, and we get to talk about Rams football, and we'll have Serena on again hopefully next week to kind of break down the opponent and who we're going to play. We'll get to that in a second here about kind of a take your pick is who we want to see, uh, but I know you were able to have a conversation with Marcus Peters this week, and he is by far probably my favorite soundbite. Uh, he is always very honest and open. So how did that conversation go, and, and what did you really talk about with Marcus Peters? You know, it's funny. Marcus, um, one, he adjusted my, my beanie, which I appreciated because he has such swag. And <laughs> <laughs> so for him to be you like, blessed yeah, with the swag. Beanie, I was like, oh, right. I was like, dude. And we always go back and forth because he's Oakland. And I'm from the Bronx. And so I'm like, dude, like, we're just the opposite coast here. Like, chill out. Um, but one thing that I think is lost in all of the things that we see from Marcus Peters is he is so thinking smart a lot and he says this in the interview um like a lot of coaches are like you're going to be a coach you could be a coach like he is so so smart and he is so uh he speaks so well and and he loves fans like you know i think that we we lose sight of things because he obviously uh will speak up when he needs to and he'll do all that and then those things sort of bury the fact that this whole season experiencing market peters has been like one of my highlights of my career because, you know, aside from him adjusting my beanie and, and saying, you know, he, he, I, he was like, where were you? I was waiting for us to do this interview. I was like, dude, I've been waiting right here. You know, aside from <laughs> all the like the little smart Alex, you know, things that he says to me, but in general, you know, the, the way that he, you know, he's throwing Gatorade to fans. Like he's handing Gatorade during games, like puts the horns on, you know, for fans and stuff like that. The way that he is awesome to fans and the way that he has been embraced and his relationship with Akeeb, um, and just how smart he is and hearing, you know, Wade Phillips and all those guys speak to high, his high intellectual levels, especially, you know, it's all totally, you know, misconstrued at times, I think, because of his personality. And I just don't want people to lose sight of that because I see more of that than not. So when, you know, things get floated around the internet, I just am like, that's not who he is. Like, it really isn't. It's taken out of context. Um, so I, I, you know, my, my interview with Marcus is great. He, we went from fashion, uh, who has the best swag on the team. Um, <laughs> you know, he does a lot of charity. Uh, he's actually going to go home to Oakland with the, he, the team has a couple days off uh, Friday, Saturday, which will be great for them to rest, and they'll be back um, to practice on Sunday. Um, so he's flying up to Oakland right after practice. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's so smart. And I, he had even said it in the interview and it reminded me, I'm like, yeah, you could be a coach and, and I'm sure players would relate to him, but 
you know, I think things like that get lost. So, yeah, Marcus, appreciate him. Um, thank you for fixing my beanie today. I was a little <laughs> under the weather. So he, we both wore our beanies. Um, he went up to wait till us after and was just like, you know, she had me waiting for 30 minutes. And I was like, Wade, who do you think was waiting for 30 minutes? And Wade looks at me and goes, Serena, why did you have Marcus wait for 30 minutes? <laughs> so I, I was like, all right, guys, you can all just keep it coming. Bring yeah. it on, guys. Yeah. I love it. The, the boys sticking together, like we said earlier, that we, not me, <laughs> yeah. is strong. Uh, but I love mm-hmm. that story, and I love that insight, and I cannot wait to see that interview. Uh, you do a great job with the player interviews, and Marcus is, is like you said, a great soundbite, very smart guy. I think you're right. I'm with you. I think a lot of people say, oh, he's a risk taker uh, out on the field, and that's why he's got a lot of turnovers, but it's it's calculated risk. He knows what the quarterback's going to be doing, yeah. and yes, sometimes it gets him in trouble and he gets beat, but a lot of it is him watching film and understanding quarterback tendencies and jumping routes and it's not just guessing and luck it's this guy knows what he's doing so I would actually love to see him as a coach because he'd be a great motivator I mean there's probably no better uh pre-game hype talk that you can get from a coach than a Marcus Peter kind of chirping in your ear and letting you know you know you got to go out there and play so can't wait to see that one and again I I know he does awesome things with the community as well so I think he does deserve that credit to kind of get that light shine there as well because obviously anytime something goes wrong that microscope is a lot bigger than the ones of things that are going great. So uh, excited to see that story come out. Excited to see more about Marcus Peters. And uh, really, he's been so great these last four weeks. I talked about it on the podcast yesterday. But he ranks fourth in coverage grade in the last four games. He's really stepped his game up, and he is hot. You talked about earlier in the podcast about kind of being a hot team going into the playoffs. Well, our defense has definitely played better, and Marcus Peters on that side has definitely really hot going into the playoffs. So hopefully we can kind of continue that and see that continue to develop. But um, usually at this point we would do an over-under. We don't really have (laughs) over-unders to do. Uh, We're not playing this week. It's almost like our secondary buy here. Uh, So instead we're going to do a little take-your-pick playoff edition. I'm going to just kind of run you through the games. We'll start Saturday, go to Sunday. And it will kind of develop maybe who we want to see as our matchup, right? So uh, starting on Saturday yeah. in the AFC, it's the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Houston. Uh, let's see. I don't have a spread here, but I'm assuming Houston is favored in that game. Who do you got in this game, Indy or Houston? Um, I'm going to go Houston just because I've seen a lot of their games, and I think they're really good. And also, I think, I believe I'm right on this. Damian Woody has been on the Houston horse all year long, riding that thing out. So, and I love Damian Woody, so I'm going to pick Houston for this game. There you go. There you go. It doesn't matter how you got there. You got there. Houston is the pick. And you know what? Uh, I'll kind of, I'll kick it back and forth with you here. I think that's a tough game, and I, I really wouldn't be surprised if Houston wins, but I just got this, like, I'm really digging this Andrew Luck kind of comeback thing, and Indy's won a, a really, you know, I think it's like eight or last nine, or I don't know what it truly is, but I know they're on a roll. Uh, so I've got some family from Indy I was hanging out over the weekend with, and they're really pulling from them. So kind of like you, I've got a little side story that makes me feel Indy. So I'll take Indy, you take Houston. Uh, moving on to okay, the cool. night game, uh, typical, very typical. <laughs> moving on to the <laughs> night game there, uh, we've got Seattle traveling down to Dallas. That is the five fifteen game oh. on Fox. So who you got yeah. there? Oh, this is a tough game <laughs> for me. I, okay, so because you know Dallas beat the Saints, and I just I'm all like this is it's like writing a freaking. If you've seen Black Mirror, the the movie that they did on Netflix. 
and it's like all choices and it's like calculated it's like which one matches up with this that's how i kind of feel with this game because i'm like i don't know who to pick I i think seattle has played so well i thought they played well all season and their record doesn't really show every you know what they actually can do i think russell wilson is so good um i think pete carroll is a genius i just think overall like they're doing really right now and they're hot but that man the cowboys really surprised us with that same game like i was just like what in the world happened so um they're playing in dallas Dallas. yep so i i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the cowboys all right, well, let's keep this opposite train going. I think, again, this is oh. one of those I know, I know. But this is a selfish. This goes right into what you were just talking about with that Netflix movie is I am kind of piecing the puzzle together in my head, and I'm almost tipping my hand in the second set of games. But uh, if Seattle wins and we get some help from that Chicago game, the winner of this game would be yeah. coming out to see us. And there's, I would just yeah. – I know Seattle scares me in a sense of – you know, we beat them twice, and beating a team three times is really hard. But, man, if you can do it, there's no team you'd rather do it against than the Seahawks. I've got a lot of Seattle friends <laughs> still in my life, and I'm getting a lot of crap being talked to me about how great they've closed the season, and you don't want to see us in the playoffs. And I'm sitting here saying, bring it. So I'm picking Seattle because I hope they can make a run and, in a weird way, find themselves out in L.A. But that game, again, just like the first game, I mean, this is the playoffs. Anything can happen. I'm just hoping there's some really good games, entertaining games. And then um, as we jump over Sunday, another Los Angeles team, but this one is playing on the road in the first round of the playoffs. Los Angeles Chargers, which I've finally got that down by now, maybe not, uh, are facing (laughs) Baltimore Ravens. We saw them in the preseason. We practiced with them. The the Rams are pretty familiar with the Baltimore Ravens, but uh, they've really turned it on. Uh, they've obviously got Jackson, the rookie quarterback, in there, and he's really taken off. So who you got in that game? I actually, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think the way that the Chargers um, – I'm going to, like, games that I've watched this season. But, one, I think Phillip Rivers knows how to win. Um, two, that game against the Chiefs was amazing. Like, I thought our game was good, but then when they won, especially with that two-point conversion, um, I'm going to give this to the Chargers. I'm going to see that I'm going to see this one go L.A. So – all right. Well, I'm with you there because uh, I think the Chargers, okay. the way that they've been playing on the road, has been incredible. I mean, you look, they went into KC yeah. and won. They went into Pittsburgh and won. I yeah. know the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't make the playoffs, but they're a tough team to beat at home on a on a Sunday night game or whatever that was, a primetime game. And they just can be down 14 with eight minutes to go, and it doesn't matter. So I love Phillip Rivers this year. I think he's playing great. Their defense is great. And uh, a rookie quarterback in the playoffs, just like Trubisky, we'll see how that goes. But um, I'm going to take yeah. the Chargers in this one. And then I guess if we're talking about that rookie quarterback, the second half of that <laughs> matchup on Sunday is the Philadelphia Eagles in Chicago. And we know what Chicago in primetime game and in the cold can do. Uh, Philly's been on a hot streak, really. I mean, we were a part of that hot streak. I mean, we saw Foles come in and, and take care of the Rams here. But uh, Philadelphia at Chicago, who you got? I'm going to give it to Chicago. I think their defense is ridiculous. Um, and I think uh, I think they're just they're, – they know how good they are. And I think we just got some inter- – like, this is very Philly, right? Like, they just somehow figure it out. <laughs> and, and this could be going against what I say – as a result of it, but Philly fans are sort of like, what? Oh, are we back in the playoffs? Like, what's happening? Right. And then, 
you know, all of a sudden they're in their Super Bowl and they're like, what? what? How did this happen? Oh, we have Nick Foles? What? What's happening? So to me, I think the, you know, if we, we think long term and, and the overall picture, I think Chicago has been sort of the steady, again, the steady horse in that race. Um, I, I think Nick Foles deserves a pay raise and all that stuff. Um, for what he's been able to do coming in and out of um, taking over for Carson Wentz. But I'm going to give this one to Chicago. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some teams interested in Foles after this season is over. Again, he's proven himself to be able to play in big-time games late in the season. And I'm going to go opposite, of course, here. We're three for four, <laughs> we're three for four opposite, but uh, really it goes back to being that selfish reason of just wanting to see the Seahawks at the Coliseum. And I just believe in this magic of Foles. Like, he just has this, like, what do I have to lose at this point? Like, he's playing with house oh, money, and they kind of have this weird confidence with him. Like, they believe that they can get it done. Their defense is also really good. I think the Bears' defense really is probably one of the best left. But, again, going back to that rookie quarterback, how will he perform? Um, they're going to need some offense to keep this thing going. I think Philly just, they're going to, you know, go for it on fourth and shorts. They're going to pull out a couple trick plays. I think you're going to have to be on your toes at all points. And, and really, out of selfish reasons, I really just want to knock the Bears out of the playoffs and see, uh, you know, either Seattle or Dallas come our way. So uh, I'm going to take <laughs> Philly here. But, again, wouldn't be surprised on any of these games that I'm wrong or right because it is the playoffs and anything can happen. But it's going to be a bunch of fun. Uh, Sean McVay talked about it, and I know Aqib Talib talked about it as well, that we're all just going to be watching football this weekend, being a fan of football, and then figure out who we get to play and go back to work. So uh, excited for what's to come and excited to talk to you next week about it. I appreciate you making some yeah. time. I hope you feel better. Rest up while you can. Thank you. Uh, like you said, three more games. We can get that trophy, and then we can all go on vacation and hang out and talk about how we're the best team in the NFL. So, Serena Morales, thank you so much. We'll keep in touch, and we can't wait to watch your interview with Marcus Peters this week. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Bear. Appreciate it. Psycho, I'm Lipo, the go Michael, take your pick, Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, game six, also hard, got a broke clock, rollies that don't tick tock, all the Mars that's losing time, hitting behind all these big rocks, also hard, I'm shocked too, I'm supposed to be locked up too, you escape what I escape, you be in Paris, get passed up too, also hard, let's get faded, libraries for like six days, gold bottles, soul models, still an ace on my sick days, also